Back to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> I feel like I should have said that today. in. I feel like I should have said that in French. <laughs> that that would have been great. Oh, that would have been excellent. So when you hear hymns in French, uh, that might be a hint as to what we're talking about today, huh? We are, uh, we're, I was going to say we're headed to Central and West Africa, but our missionary friend is actually right <laughs> back here in the States with us, Philip Magnus, music specialist for West and Central Africa with the LCMS Office of International Mission. Phil, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today. Good morning. You have been, uh, you've been quite busy with all kinds of music. You had some uh, recent travels uh, to Africa and uh, now making lots of music at home to keep us all uh, calmed like, uh, like David and his music to calm our hearts during these uh, difficult times. And, and so you've been quite busy making music. Tell us about the, uh, the work that the Lord has given you in West and Central Africa and your, your recent trips there. Well, sure. Uh, we were going to do this while I was in Dapong, Togo in late February. And um, unfortunately, the Internet just did not allow um, us to have the interview. So I really appreciate you all having me back on to talk about uh, uh, the work we were doing. Uh, the bumper music that you played, uh, Mon âme exalte le grand Dieu, is a uh, setting of the Magnificat to one of our uh, Lutheran chorales that is often sung at Vespers among our Franco-African church partners. It was a chorale I taught in Togo about 2015, so it's, it's kind of nice to go back and, and hear some of the worship music I've taught uh, still you know, being used and taking root. Um, as far so, as uh, the, the, the context for that there, that was at the Dalwalk Retreat where um, we were having a meeting of all the Franco-African church leaders from the uh, 11 uh, church bodies, the, the mission partners that we have in that region of the world. Every year they get together, they go to northern Togo, and a doll walk is outside of Dapong. It's, a, it's actually a Catholic retreat center, uh, but it was filled with Lutherans that, that week. Um, and uh, it was a chance uh, to do uh, some other aspects of my work. I, I do a lot of teaching, and I did have several classes there, uh, but also uh, as far as music, but also I teach uh, um, the reason we sing, the theology of our music and the content of our song. And I had opportunity, a little bit intimidating. Uh, my French is conversational. It's, uh, it's good, but not great. Um, but I uh, had sort of an academic presentation to make to the church leaders. And, um, and, and that, was, that was actually a really good thing to do. And several of the church leaders uh, commented afterwards that they wanted copies of my address. Uh, so um, anyway, it's not just the musical teaching, but also uh, uh, teaching why we sing and the content of our song. So teaching in this setting, uh, obviously it's, it's in a different culture. Than, than we have in the United States. It's also a different language. How do you approach teaching uh, music of the church in this setting that is also that, that that is a different culture and a different language? What makes that unique and how do you approach it? Actually, it's pretty much the same as uh, teaching music in any um, 
culture, um, or maybe I'm just a natural fit for it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't really change anything other than I, I do it in French. <laughs> um, I, I will say this: some, some of the, um, as far as the cultural differences, um, there is a greater willingness among the Africans I've worked with to lend themselves over to the musical activity. Um, I, I will make a distinction between childish and childlike. And music making really takes off with adults when they're willing to be childlike. Uh, childish is, uh, you know, the third grader who dropped his pencil and goes, someone stole my pencil. Um, you know, we don't want to be childish, but childlike. And adults sometimes really resistant to um, doing things like moving and dancing and playing with breath and um, uh, getting deep into the soul. Um, and generally with adult choirs in the United States, I have to work over time to establish a relationship and trust and create kind of a safe place, you know, and have jokes like, you know, what happens in choir stays in choir. Um, whereas the Africans are... It only takes about a session, even half a session. And once they see how much I am with them, nous sommes ensemble en Christ, we like to say we're together in Christ, that the, the, the walls just go down right away. I'm accepted as a brother, and we just start having a lot of fun. So tell us about the, the music that you had, the, the joy of uh, a teaching on this trip, and the music you had the joy of making uh, on this most recent trip. Sure. Um, one of the joys that I had, I, I, I mentioned before coming back as we you were playing the, the Magnificat uh, bumper music, how it's kind of cool to hear things that you've taught uh, come back to you. Probably one of the most rewarding moments. Um, my second day at the Dalwalk Center, I run into a young man. Turns out he's a seminarian. He went to my workshop in 2017 as a lay leader, as a youth leader. He is now studying to become a pastor. And he stopped me and said, Magnus. Philip <laughs> uh, Magnus. And uh, he, he wanted me to know that he went to my previous seminar and he loved my setting of the Gloria. I've written a setting of the Gloria in Excelsis that more corresponds to the realities of African music. That works better than the one in the in the French hymnal, and um, he um, he let me know how much uh, he he loved that setting and how he had gone to his village church and he taught it to them, and he said they use that and and so like when when the pastor you know wants to use that they'll just announce the Gloria uh, en façon de Magnus you know and uh, <laughs> and and then they'll all sing it because they they've learned it and I was like wow I plan on teaching that to this group will you help me and it was wonderful he sang it almost uh, like three you know here he learns this three years ago doesn't read music um, and he he sang it for the class with maybe two very small differences from from my composition. Um, it was just astounding. Um, so I just thought that was a really, really, really cool moment. Uh, as far as like new music that we, we taught, I'm always looking for additional things. Um, I brought some Getty hymns this time, which have been translated into French. And so we're kind of developing some supplemental um, 
hymnody uh, to go along with our LCL that you know, that certainly corresponds to our theology. So they were learning uh, in Christ alone and also power of the cross. And then from the French hymnal, a little gem that I had not um, taught before is the Great Commission text, you know, go into all the nations, allons dans toutes les nations. And uh, that's going to be our outro music when this interview is over. And um, uh, what's cool about that is that um, already they're talking about, at least the, the two pastors are in, in training and also a church leader in Cote d'Ivoire were talking about how that would be a great sending song. One of the in African worship, generally, everyone sings as they leave the church and you form a circle outside the church and the circle allows everyone to shake each other's hand. Um, so everyone gets you know, greeted. So you form your place in the circle and the person behind you passes you and they, they get the next thing and the circle's made. And, you know, so it calls for something easily memorized and repetitious, and, you know, and the, and the drums will go out and we'll keep singing. Um, and... Um, yeah, so how cool uh, for everybody, you know, to, to, to do that for their sending song, just saying, you know, go and make disciples of all nations. And we'll, we'll get to hear that in just a, a few minutes. Uh, we have just a couple of minutes left, but what what were some of the challenges that you faced on this trip? There, were, were there anything anything unique that happened this time that, that maybe you haven't <laughs> encountered before? Well, you have, um, I think you're hinting at how I won the malaria lotto, aren't you, Sarah? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, you know, I get sick and most of us get sick. It's just part of the part of the job. You, know, you have to be willing to do that. Usually it's amoebic dysentery or, or something like that. But yeah, once in a while, even though you're on the prophylaxis, uh, taking the Maloran, uh, nonetheless, you get malaria. So uh, I, I got back to Lome and I was still planning on uh, interviewing uh, with you guys. But uh, yeah, a, a hospital stay in Lome got in the way. Um, but one of the one of the beautiful things about that is a former student who was at my workshops in 2015, 2017, who was a youth leader in Lome. Um, I, I didn't have any of the people on our missionary team with me. Uh, so I was in this hospital alone, and uh, we were able to connect with Emmanuel, and he came over to the hospital, spent the night with me, made sure I got really good care, and uh, and then uh, he made sure I got to the airport and stayed with me at the airport. Uh, and that was another adventure, because when I'm at the airport, the Air France flight got canceled, and it looks like everybody in Togo says it's because the first COVID-19 case came in from Benin. The French found out about it, so they didn't want the plane coming to Paris. It took about a four-hour scramble. I got on the only plane that left Lome last night. It was an Air Brussels flight, which got me to Brussels, and then I, then I rebooked from Brussels uh, uh, to Chicago, and then Cheryl met me there. So it was a, it was a wild ending uh, uh, to an otherwise great trip. We have just a few seconds before the, uh, the, the last piece that we want to share today, this piece in the Great Commission text. Uh, just a few seconds that you want to tell us about it. Sure, sure. This is uh, the Matthew 28 Great Commission text. It's just pretty much right out of Scripture. It has a refrain. You're just going to hear one verse of it. This is a class of novitiates that I was teaching. Um, novitiates are um, kind of first year and pre-sim combined together. I don't know how much more time I have to talk about it. I think it's coming on. <laughs> there it is. Here we go. Phil Magnus, thanks so much for joining us. God bless you all. Thanks.